Here's something we need to ask ourselves often. Am I trusting God or have I just given up? The difference between these two things is a heart issue. You may say the same things like, God is in control, but it truly depends on if you trust that you have peace in your heart or if you are just going through the motions. In this episode, we see some scripture that helps us identify where we are in every area of our lives. We would love for you to join us on this quest. Well, hello everybody. This is Marcus. And Trisha. And we are... The Messengers. Of course. Who else would we be? Well, Well, maybe somebody else. I mean, whatever mm -hmm. God puts in our heart, right? We can be all things through Christ who strengthens us. That's right. Or we can do all things. We can do everything. We can be everything as long as that's what God wants us to do, right? That's right. That's right. That's right. Let's try not to get out of His will. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Let's not do that. (laughs) All right. So today's episode, guys, we're going to be talking about trusting and giving up. That's right. Or or giving up. Yeah. There's two different ways that you can do that. There's. uh, We're going to point out some ways that you know that you're truly trusting God or that you're just going through the motions and saying the words, but really you've just given up. Yeah. No big deal. So it doesn't mean anything anymore, does it? Yeah. And um, (laughs) that's hard. That's easy to get to that situation when you've been going through something for so long or things like that, where it just doesn't seem like it's really going to come true. So you just kind of give up. Well, a lot of times it's easier to give up than to keep going too. Oh yeah. That's just the way we we're wired. It is. You know, definitely. So there's a time in our lives where we may find ourselves in the situation of believing and trusting in God with our whole heart, or like we said, just going through the motions and really just kind of giving up. So let's look at the definition of trust. Okay, so the word translated trust in the Bible literally means a bold, confident, sure security or action based on that security. So trust is not exactly the same as faith, which is the gift of God. And you can find that in Ephesians 2, verses 8 through 9. But rather, trusting is what we do because of the faith we have been given. Trusting is believing in the promises of God in all circumstances, even in those where the evidence seems to be the contrary. That's right. We see that a lot, don't we? So we prove our trust in God by living out His promises day by day. And we found this, uh, we found that kind of information from a, a website called gotquestions.org. And it was from an uh, article titled, What Does the Bible Say About Trust? So That's if you get good. a chance, go check out the whole article out. It was really good. Yeah, it was. We really enjoyed that. So let's talk about some examples. Um, an example that I had was, I recently heard a conviction from the Holy Spirit about a job for Marcus. Yeah. This was a, a ways, a long time ago when we wrote this, and we're just kind of getting around to it. So, we'd been looking forward to a job he applied for for over a month. And I had just gotten to the point of really not trusting anymore. You know, it was he had a job, but it wasn't good, and we were trying to get him... Um, into a better job and closer to home and things like that. So he had a job, but we really just didn't like that job. Yeah. (laughs) So we were looking for another one. So we found this company that was close to home Mm -hmm. and had all these great and wonderful things that they promised. And so we were like, yeah, this is God. Sure. This -hmm. is what we're supposed to do. But then he, so he went to this interview and everything went great. And then we didn't hear anything. 
And we waited. And we, and we waited. We didn't hear anything. And we waited. And we didn't hear anything. And we waited. And, and it just seemed like it took forever. Yes. So I kind of got into the point where I was just really not trusting anymore. Yeah. And I just gave up. And even though I said the right things, like, oh, you know, it's coming. We're going to get it. We'll hear any time now. Right. I had just really given up. And it wasn't in my heart. Mm -hmm. So you can say the same things, but until you believe them in your heart, nothing will change. It has to be a heart change. You have to believe to receive. Now, an update on that, that old job, though. This was a while back. Uh, what's great about this is uh, apparently God didn't want me in this job because I didn't get it. I never heard it back from this company at all. Yeah. And uh, we waited, and we got a call recently uh, not a call, I got an email from another company that, that's here locally where, where we live, and it, it was even closer. Yeah. It's like two miles from our house about. Yeah. And we, boy, I, I wanted to get so excited, but I didn't want to let, get let down either. Yeah. So I went in for the interview, and everything seemed to be working out great. And yeah. the, guess what? I got the job. That's right. And I'm doing much, I'm, I'm liking this job so much better. I'm with better people. I'm learning uh, new things, and I love learning new things. Yes. So, you know. Uh, you know. It was all in God's timing. It exactly. really was. But in my heart, I had given up any hope. Right. So that job wasn't what God had planned, but just I had given up any hope of him getting any job. Right. So that's, you know, that was in my heart. It, well, it wasn't in my heart that he would get one. So I had stopped believing. So when we're truly trusting in God, we see some of the evidence in our daily lives. But there are things that we have to do. God, we know, is a gentleman, and he won't just barge into our lives and take what is not given to him. We have to do the trusting and believing. And a great verse to to back this up is in Pro Proverbs. Well, probably yeah. Proverbs 3, <laughs> verses 5 through 6. And this is going to be out of the, the New King James Version. So Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths. I love that verse. Promise. It is such a promise, and it, it takes away all of the hard work that you feel you have to do. It's just trust in God yeah, and, and relax in Him and rely on Him. And just like we trusted in God for another job for me. Yes, we did. And it wasn't in our timing, it was in His timing. And That's right. His timing was so much better. It was. I'm, I'm, and it, it was so out of the blue. Yeah. That, I mean, it's been like six, eight months or something since right. we last looked for a job. And it just all we of a sudden, looking. it came up and, and we knew... He had to get the job because it, it wouldn't be any other way. God wouldn't bring this opportunity to just let us down. Exactly. So there are ways to realize we're truly trusting in God. Scripture tells us that we should be doing and attaining some of these things. So here's uh, some examples of truly trusting. We pray without ceasing. We give thanks and we're not anxious. Right. So Philippians 4, 6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. I love that. That's one of my <laughs> favorite verses. I say that all the time. Philippians is 
probably my favorite book in the whole Bible. Yeah. <laughs> but I love that. So some more examples are we care what is going on around us. And sometimes I get to that place where I find myself just not really caring and I'm just like, I don't care, I don't care. But I stop myself every time and say, I do care, I do care. Because you have to keep that attitude in your heart. You can't get to that place where it's just like, I don't care. Well, that's where the world's at. That's right. And so we never want to be in that position. The world is very self-centered. And, uh, you know, I used to be that way when I was on the world. Yeah. And everything had to be about me. That's so, right. So, you know. And you found out that it wasn't all right. about you. <laughs> and now I find out that it should not be about me. <laughs> That's right. So another thing we can do is ask God what we can do to remedy our situation. So when we find ourselves stuck in a position that um, we may not like to be in or we need to get out of, we can turn to him and ask him, actually ask him yeah. how we can be helped. And one way we can do that is going through the Bible. Exactly. So when we are truly trusting, we should have peace. Right. Peace that passes understanding. Right. So Hebrews 13, verses 20 to 21 out of the NLT says this, Now may the God of peace who brought up from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, and ratified an eternal covenant with his blood, may he equip you with all you need for doing his will. May he produce in you throughout the power of Jesus Christ every good thing that is pleasing to him. All glory to him forever and ever. Amen. Amen. I can agree with that. Yeah. So another thing we can do is ask God for guidance and wisdom. We kind of talked about that, but... Here's a great scripture for that. Right. So that's James 1, verse 5. And this is out of the Amplified. It says, If any of you lack wisdom to guide him through a decision or circumstance, he is to ask our benevolent God, who gives to everyone generously and without rebuke or blame, and it will be given to him. That's right. So again, we need to, to trust and ask. Right. That's a way that we can find wisdom and guidance. So another thing that we need to do, and we always, always need to do this, is speak life. Right. So 1 Peter 3, verse 10 of the Amplified also says, For the one who wants to enjoy life and see good days, good whether apparent or not, <laughs> must keep his tongue free from evil and his lips from speaking guile, treachery, or deceit. That's right. So even when you're having a bad day, that does not give you the right to say bad things right. or treat people poorly. You need to speak life. And, and when you do, when you're truly trusting God, you can speak those words into existence. You can say, I'm going to have a good day whether my circumstances show that or not. And that's especially good for a Monday. <laughs> going back to work. I'm going to have a good day today no matter what. That's right. That's right. You don't have to be like the world and say, oh, Mondays. That's right. <laughs> and live for Fridays after work. Or the Unless you're like me and you only work a few days a week, yeah. then it's fine. <laughs> An important thing that we need to do is read the word and stand on his promises. Amen. Absolutely. So we can really realize that we are truly trusting God when we are able to do that. Right. So that means we need to know the promises of God and how they relate to our lives. 
it's kind of like the orphan that doesn't know he's really a prince and he doesn't know the power that he has but when he find if he never finds this out he'll be powerless his whole life exactly so he all he had to do was know what was right and then he could work in all that God had for him but if he didn't even ask God or seek anyone or seek after God he remains powerless because he doesn't know what he has right all right so the Holy Spirit is the one who lets us know in our hearts when Satan tries to distract us and turn God's truth into a lie that's right and we we always see that we saw that originally from when he was talking to Eve in the garden yeah did God really say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When everyday life hits us in the face, youch. Yeah. <laughs> we're not always apt to crush Satan with the Word of God unless we study it beforehand. So we really need to know what the Word of God says we are and what He says we can do. Uh-huh. That's true. we got to know the Word. Otherwise, that's how Jesus overcame Satan's temptations. Mm-hmm. He knew the Word. Mm-hmm. He was the word, but he knew how to counteract what Satan was saying. Satan even knew the word. Oh, yeah. But he, he, he twists it and changes it to yeah. his own uh, wants. Mm-hmm. So, And if you don't know the word, you won't know the difference. That's right, yeah. Because you can, you know, he can say in there, did God really say? And, and Eve was like, well, God has said this before, you know. That's just an example. So we have to be willing to do what God requires of us. He's told us that faith without works is dead. We can trust in God, but if we don't do our own part, nothing is going to happen. We have to walk out our faith and make it known in our everyday lives. And in Hebrews 11 verse 6 out of the NIV, it says this, And without faith it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So when we use our faith, we're strengthening not only ourselves, but our relationship with God. And that is something that is very precious and we need to know all that we have in a relationship with God. So this is one way that it can strengthen that relationship. And here are some of the things we need to do to get through that trusting time to know that you truly are trusting him. You're willing to walk it out. Mm -hmm. So some of the things are we have to seek, which is really read the word and pray. So Matthew 6, verse 32 to 34 out of the NIV says, For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. And they're talking about clothes and food. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all those things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. That's right. That's We need to remember that, even Mondays. <laughs> so we have to listen to the Holy Spirit. That's right. So James 1 verse 19 of the Amplified says it like this, Understand this, my beloved brothers and sisters. Let everyone be quick to hear, be a careful, thoughtful listener, slow to speak, a speaker of carefully chosen words, and slow to anger, patient, reflective, and forgiving. That's right, and that's another thing we need to do is be led by the Holy Spirit so we can listen to what is said and and speak. And forgive, like I said, forgiving is a huge thing because we have to get past ourselves. Yes. And then once we do that, then we can start forgiving 
when it's just something completely crazy out there and uh, something that somebody's done or said, said to us, if, if we're truly being led by the Holy Spirit, we can forgive that person without any problem. That's right. Yeah. So another thing we have to do is believe and receive all the promises of God <laughs> and know how to use them like we were talking about earlier. Right. So we can know them, but we need to know how to use them. So scripture for this is Mark 11, verse 23 to 25. And this is actually out of the NIV. It says, Truly I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, Go, throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them, so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. That's right. So the last thing that we have in here that you can do to prove that you're trusting God is we have to put Him first. And that's including giving Him our first fruits. Right. And our first fruits is not only our tithe of the money that we make, but it's time. And it's giving up of things that are not related to God and and putting them aside and saying, no, God, I'm giving you this time. I'm giving you my ears to listen to what you have to say. Right. Those are our first fruits, too. And a lot of it has to do with turning the television off. Uh-huh. Focusing on God. Right. You know, focusing on the Word. Which read, reading a chapter or something. Reading two chapters. You know, it doesn't matter. But if you will just take your focus off television and the world and problems and just focus on God then you'll start seeing that the things of this world will start to fade out of your life and God will come in more because you're allowing Him and you'll start seeing changes occur. But until you make that decision and until you start doing that, then it's just going to be the same old, same old every single day. Yeah. You know, you don't read the Word, you don't get fed. Mm -hmm. You don't get fed, you go hungry. Mm -hmm. You go hungry, you're going to start Looking for food and other places. Looking for food. And, and that's going to be on television. That's going to be in the world. That's going to be in the bar. That's going to be through some, some relationship, you know, through, with somebody else that who, who knows, you know. Yeah. But if, if uh, you're not in the Word and you're not going to know what your life is all about and what it means now, yeah. that's why it's so important. That's, that's why we're always telling you. Read the Word every day. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what you read, but get that into your heart. Ask God. Say, God, where do you want me to read today? And just listen. Yeah. And you will hear it in your spirit if, you, uh, if you're a believer. Mm -hmm. You will hear it through the Holy Spirit. And, and if you'll just listen, you may not hear it. You're not going to hear it out loud. I've only, that's only happened to me one time. But, uh, but I hear things in my spirit. I feel it, and I can understand it because... Uh, I know God's voice at this point after all these years of being a Christian. And it has made a huge difference be, knowing what his voice is and that knowing that if I know his voice, he's not going to tell me to do something contrary to the word. That's right. And when you, if you do hear a voice that's telling you something contrary, you'll be able to combat that and say, no, that's not God. I know what God says, and that's not what he would say. It reminds me of the shirts that we got, or matching shirts that says, Not today, Satan. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right. So it can be easy to fall into that trap of, Well, it hasn't happened yet, so I guess God doesn't want it to happen. And that can be true, 
But if you have that attitude of, well, whatever, then it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. The thing about back to Marcus's job is that after I got over that in my heart that I had just given up, I prayed and I sought God and I just had a peace. I didn't look for any more jobs for him. I was the one doing all the applications and stuff like that. So, so I didn't. I just stopped. So I just had a peace about everything. And, and like we said, it was a long time later, but it just came in his timing. And so we knew that it was his will then for, for Marcus to have a, this new job. So. And one of the best things is that everything just fell into place. Boom, it boom, did. Boom, boom, and it just went <laughs> quick. Yeah. You know? That was great. There are many different ways that God answers us, and some take longer than others. Sometimes the wait is worse than the problem, and that that happens often. But here are some examples of how to know when we've fallen from trusting to giving up. We know we have given up when we have these thoughts or say things like, whatever, you fix this, God, or it's all up to you, meaning God. Yeah, so in those times, it's like you can say some of the same things, but totally different contexts. Right. <laughs> and it's really only up to him when we give him control and walk out our faith. It's all in our attitude. And I say that a lot to people, and it's so true. If we don't believe and have a heart change, things in our life could change for the worse. There are certain things we can see in our own lives when we have given up. So these are some things that we came up with that are evident when we've gone from trusting to giving up. And some of them are like we have no hope. We don't have hope about anything. We have an I don't care attitude and say things like, it's not my fault. It's in God's hands. I can't change anything anyway. It just doesn't matter. Someone else will do something. I just hope you know, dot, dot, dot. I just hope this happens. I just hope, you know, but you're, you're really not hoping. You're just saying those words. Another good thing is why would I have to do anything when God is the ruler of everything? All right. And some examples of everyday areas that we may not realize we have given up belief or trust include these like healing, finances, and family. And I'm sure there's other ones that you guys can think of too. Yeah. But I know a lot of times when we go through a healing process, sometimes that takes a long time. Yeah. And it's easy to just give up. But when you stand on the Word of God, you know that things can come true. You know that God heals. And the manifestation will come. Finances are the same way. Uh, you may have finances right away. You may, some people lose all that they have. And some people that don't seem to really deserve it, (laughs) get all this stuff. And it's hard for us to see that and see, well, they're making all this money and I'm down here, you know, struggling with every paycheck. But when you have your trust in God and you pay your first fruits like your tithes, then God will bring it to you when you have that belief and you trust in God. And family is another area where, you know, you may be saved and you may be praying for your family and you're, any of your family, son or daughter or cousin or brother, and you can pray, Lord, you know, I want them to feel what I have. I want them to be saved, but they are not and evidently not. (laughs) So you just, you keep praying, trusting that God will work in that situation. 
And one of those things is those people have their own will. Right. So you can pray for them, but until they understand truly what God is all about, they may reject him. And that's not your fault at all. We need to keep trusting about those. All right. So as we talked about earlier, we can say some of these things in either situation. It's all in how you say it and where your heart is. For example, saying it's in God's hands and it's all up to you, meaning God, like I said, can be peaceful when you are truly trusting or evident when you have given up. It is a heart issue. That's right. Right. So we do have to remember that it's all in his timing. We have to believe and trust that his timing is always perfect. He does not work on our timetable. As we've seen time and time again, we may want God to move right now. Right. But that wouldn't be the best situation. You're like, like God, you don't, don't you see, see, see I'm going through? Mm-hmm. Come on. Right now it will be perfect. Mm-hmm. And that's perfect maybe in our mind. Yeah. But not in the grand scheme of things. Uh, God knows when is perfect. That's right. Yeah. And again, I don't mean to say this, but over and over, but Marcus, if he would have gotten that job, we found out later that that job uh, did very bad things. Those people were not good, and they they undermined a lot of things. So it was great that he did not get that job. Right. Even though it looked great on the outside. Mm-hmm. So we can mention the parable of the talents here, which is found in Matthew 25, 14 through 30. We Go won't take... We won't take the time to read it because it's a lot, but we see that a master had three servants, and to one he gave ten talents, to one he gave five, and to the other one he gave one. And talents were actually like money. Money, yes, yeah. So we see in the end that the one man who had one talent uh, was lazy, and he didn't even try. He buried it in the ground. He dug a hole and put that in the ground. Like that was going to do anything. So he didn't trust that his master would do anything for him when he had that. And he didn't. He got in trouble for that, which he should have. (laughs) You can't, you have to do stuff. You can't just be lazy and, and not even try. So in order to be full of God, we must be empty of ourselves. Trusting in God takes involvement on our part. Giving up is an attitude. Trusting is a way of life. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's from God, so. Yes, it is. Need to listen to that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so that kind of ends today's uh, episode. And, you know, we always, at the end of every episode, we give you, the listener, the choice to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior if you have never done this before. So... This is the most important decision that you will ever make in your entire life. So let's look at what God's Word says. We're going to first look at Romans 10, verses 9 through 10. It says this, that if you will confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and will believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And a little bit down further in Romans 10, verses 13, it says, For whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Amen. So by God's grace, He has already done everything that you will ever need to have done. 
He's provided salvation for you. Your part is to simply believe and receive. It's nothing more. It's nothing less. It's that easy. So if you are ready to believe and receive and change your eternal destiny today, I would like for you to pray this out loud with me. Say, Jesus, I confess that you are my Lord and Savior. I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. By faith in your word, I receive salvation now. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Amen. So the very moment that you commit your life to Jesus Christ, the truth of his word will instantly come to pass in your spirit. And that means that you have been born again and that there is a brand new you. Amen. Amen. That's All awesome. Right. Yes, it is. So if you've just prayed that prayer, we would love to help you in any way that we can to provide uh, materials for you to continue to grow. It's important that if you made the decision that you get a Bible, you start reading it, you start finding out what the Word says about you mm -hmm. so that you can counter the, the enemy when he comes against you because he will do that. He does that every single time. He does it even to believers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We are... You know, we go through times too. Exactly. So if you if you uh, have just prayed that prayer and would like to contact us in any way, you can go to our website at themessengersradio.com and click on the Contact Us button. And you can fill a little form out there. And when you hit Submit, it will go to both Tricia and my, my email. So we'll both get it. But if you just want to email one of us, uh, our e individual emails are above that. So, That's right. Yeah. So we hope that you guys have a great day or evening, whatever time it may be that you're listening to this. That's right. And we will look forward to the, the next episode. We love you guys. Have a good one. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Messengers today. We hope this episode has been a blessing to you and it has encouraged you to go out and read the Bible to find out who you are and what the Bible says about you. You can join us on our website at www.themessengersradio.com for previous episodes. You can also join us on Facebook and Twitter. Simply look for Messengers Radio. 